This is Gray Man Media Content. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, thank you so much for tuning in to Down to Earth, brought to you by Gray Man Media. Uh, it's that favorite show that uh, I never do. Um, I'm here today with Alois Miller, who is my grandmother. Um, and we're going to be talking about all sorts of stuff, um, so stay tuned, and, uh, don't skip the ads, thanks. Um, so, actually, first off, I wanted to ask, um, so, what do you remember most from your childhood? So, when were you, when were you really coming of age, I guess? So, like, your, your teenage years, what was going on around then? I'd rather talk about my childhood, but... Your childhood? No. Okay. <laughs> Either is fine. Um, well, back in the day, <laughs> I, you know, my, my mother d- didn't drive. Okay. So I walked okay. everywhere. Yeah. So I'd call up a friend and we would walk. Uh, you know, when I guess when we were first coming of age, we were walking up. We were spending the night with... With our friends, we were going to get pizza. Yeah, we were just hanging out. Yeah, and you know it was it was fun. Yeah, it's funny how like things really haven't changed, even though there's been a lot of time. Like that's still, like that's what we did when I was a teenager, you know. And we're separated by years, so it's just funny how like teenagers are still getting into the same stuff that they were always doing, right? Mm-hmm. And me and you were talking about that not too long ago, um, so. Um, okay, so what was, I guess, what was going on in your childhood, like, when you were, when you were younger? Lots of stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it's kind of an well, open-ended okay. question. I, I was number five uh, out yeah. of five children right. until 1962. Okay. I had a baby sister. Right. So, technically, I was a baby. <laughs> for a long time. Uh, for eight years. Yeah. So my earliest memories were going to school yeah. with my mother in the and she was serving in the lunchroom. No shit, I did n- not know that. <laughs> and uh, we were getting free hot biscuits and jelly, and I was a mascot yeah. for my brothers and sisters at the grade school. Right. So. You know, they were putting me on their shoulders. People were, you know, I just got a lot of attention. Yeah, yeah. So it was, you know, those are things you remember yeah. when you're when you're the baby, you know. Yeah, I, don't know, I wouldn't, I can't, I can't, uh, I can't relate to that. No, <laughs> you cannot. Um, so it was just, you know, and uh, I had a lot of one-on-one. My mother didn't drive, so we took the bus. Okay. Um, downtown. When downtown was the thing to do. Yeah. You know, and it wasn't until the 60s uh, that, you know, the malls were built and the, you know, shopping centers. And, uh, but at one time, the mall was the central place to go. Yeah. Wow. I've heard that the malls are coming back. I don't know how true that is, but. Yeah. Well, I wouldn't say they ever really left, but. Sure. You well, know. over COVID, I'm like, nobody was going out anywhere. That's so. true. That's true. <laughs> <laughs> and then, uh, and then of course with the, the advent of the internet and everybody should get most of their shopping online and stuff like that. That's very true. You know? Um, 
So I just, I, I wasn't entirely sure. I haven't been to a mall personally since, I don't, I couldn't even tell you when, probably. I was at the mall today. Were you really? <laughs> Were you walking? I wasn't walking, although I do walk in the mall and, you know, bad weather and just in general sometimes. Uh, no, I had to get a hair product at Benny's. Oh, okay. <laughs> so um, this is this is a little bit more current uh, to your current life. So you have a group um, that you go hiking with. I do. So I guess what I'm most interested in about that is how important is that that you have like this this group that does an activity together on a semi-regular basis. I don't know how often it is, but is that still, you still find that very important even now? Definitely. Yeah. Um, it's a monthly walking group, but uh, I have subgroups yeah. outside of the bigger picture, the bigger walking group. Okay. So there will be three or four of us that may hike during the week. Okay. So it's grown into friendship um, it's grown into having activities with people that have a lot in common with you um, it's 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 been just a wonderful experience and it, you get outside you're you're in nature uh, it's it's just a great great thing to do yeah is that that's that's something that I guess worries me a lot when you know I look at I'll just use my own kids as, I mean, what better example do I have than my own kids? Um, They do enjoy going out and playing, but um, they spend at least, and maybe it's just because I'm getting older and I I have this idea in my head that I was always outside, but it feels like kids nowadays don't go outside as much. And I hear that that's like, you know, getting out into sun and nature and stuff is like really good for your for your mental well being and and even your physical well being. Very much so. Yeah, and you find that to be true even now. I do. Yeah. And I I was just thinking about this this when we were we were going to do this interview. Mm-hmm. You know, when I was back in the day, uh, <laughs> again, um, you know, in my generation, you could everybody played in the neighborhood. Yeah. Yeah. And. You would just tell your parents, your parents would normally, my parents, would normally tell me, you know, you've got to be home by dark. Yeah. You know, and... When the street lights come on. Ex- uh, I don't even know if we had street lights. <laughs> we did. Awesome. awesome. We did. Uh, however, uh, you know, I might check in every now and then, but after dinner, kids just went out to play and we were supposed to be back by dark. Yeah. We played in the street. We played a game called Spud. We played kickball. We what, played what lots Spud? of... Spud is where you... And I got to think, because I, I, it's been a long time since I've played Spud, but I'm pretty sure you just throw a ball up in the air and everybody runs. and the, It's sort of like hide-and-go-seek, except you have a ball. Okay, okay. And then you come back to base, and, you know, you're either home free or you're, you're caught and you're it. It's like hide-and-seek with it's, a ball and tag <laughs> kind of all mixed together. Yeah. Do you think that that's, well... And that might be incorrect because we had so many games with balls. Right. And that may be wrong, <laughs> but anyway. It was just the idea that you could play in the street, you could, and it wasn't real busy, and, uh, you know, you just, you just play with the neighborhood kids. Do you think it's more a factor of... 
that maybe today's neighborhoods um, aren't as safe as they used to be? Or is it more of the technology aspect? Or is it like, where do you where do you see most of that coming from? I, I see most of it coming from technology. Yeah. It, it's just a whole different world now. Yeah. I mean, I myself, I'm on the phone more. Yeah. Uh, we didn't have cell phones, of course. We didn't have the internet. Yeah. Well, that's that was another thing I wanted to ask about. <laughs> no. <laughs> no. Well, because I know you, I know you worked, um, and I, I and I want to talk about that too. But I, um, I know you worked in like early like web development and stuff like that. Um, but how wh- how wild is that that you grew up in a time way before like. It, it, it's changed so much, and I didn't really, like, I grew up kind of before it, but not really. Like, I've kind of come up with the internet at the same time, you know what I mean? It's really hard to even think back to those days yeah. because, you know, we've been in the technology era for a while. But, um, you know, like I said, life was just different. Mm-hmm. Uh, I think, you know, you had more of a one-on-one yeah. Social network. Yeah. You called people on the telephone. Yeah. I, and, and this is going to date me, but we had a party line. Okay. So what a okay. party line is, <laughs> it is a, uh, uh, a home phone, which our home phone was actually on the wall. It was yeah. mounted to the wall at the time. But anyway, you would pick up, and a party line is that you're sharing a phone line mm-hmm. with somebody else. Ours just happened to be the lady next door. Okay. And she would always say, can I have the phone, please? You know, <laughs> she was a little old lady. Uh-huh. And I was, we were young at the time. But anyway, we shared, we had a party line. And so everybody called. Yeah. Whoever they wanted to, to, to communicate. Yeah. And if our parents wanted us, they had to get out in the yard and call our name. Yeah. Because... Obviously, there wasn't a cell phone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, you know, they just gave us a time. We knew when to be back home. And, you know, everybody played outside. You know, in fact, if I was inside too much or if, you know, I was complaining or whatever, they'd tell me to get outside. <laughs> <laughs> Go, get out. Get out. You know, <laughs> Go play. Go play. Do you, um, do you have a lot of memories of, like, your grandparents? Uh, well, yes, I do. Um, both sets of grandparents uh, lived in Bardstown or right outside of Bardstown, Kentucky, which is what, you know, it seemed like it was 50 miles back in the day, but yeah. I think it's technically about 35. Um, every other weekend, we made a visit to one of the grandparents. Mm-hmm. Um, once, one she was my grandma, Burby. Okay. She lived in a very, she lived on a farm, mm-hmm. sort of. She had lots of land, but, and they had hens and a hen house. But they, they really just barely, they didn't have running water for a long time. They had a well. And they would, we would walk out to the well and they had this chain and this bucket and you would draw water out of the well. And I also remember that she raised chickens and for lunch she would kill a chicken (laughs) (laughs) and put it in a pot of water and wring its neck anyway she would take its neck off and it would flop around the the property there 
And then she would put it in this boiling water, and all you could see were these feathers, yeah. you know, and this <laughs> steam, you know. <laughs> and she had a stove, and it was a wood stove. Technically, you just, it was, uh, she would put wood in the stove, and that's how she would cook. And so she would make us fried chicken. Yeah. And biscuits on this wood stove. So I, uh, that's that's crazy, by the way, because I didn't even think about it when I asked the question. I didn't. I guess I didn't see where it was going. Um, it, it's crazy to think that it really wasn't that long ago, because that seems like something that, like, if you told somebody, like, a, an adult <laughs> nowadays, to go out and like do that, they'd be like, "That's like from 300 from, years ago." That is from the 1800s. But it really wasn't that yep. long ago. It really wasn't. It and, was probably 1960s. Yeah, and there's 70s. people alive. That, that, that was an everyday occurrence, and that's just crazy to me. <laughs> well, she moved to the city, which was Bargetown. <laughs> right, yeah, that's the city. <laughs> uh, and sold her property, I guess, when she was well up in the age. Yeah. You know, well, you know, she, was, she wasn't quite 90, but she was in her 80s. Mm-hmm. And she did get, uh, and then she had running water. Yeah, So that's I crazy. mean, isn't that crazy? Yeah. And the other grandparent... Uh, the other set of grandparents, they lived on a farm, and they had a well, but they had running water, and they had, you know, uh, what I would call more modern facilities, for Mm. sure. Yeah. Uh, Well, in comparison. In comparison. (laughs) Now, they had cows, and they had uh, hogs, Mm -hmm. and uh, so it was really every other weekend going to the country. Yeah. And it was a great experience for kids. We played outside, of course, mm-hmm. and um, so it was. It was a really. And my grandfather had a fishing lake, mm-hmm. and uh, he had a he had a uh, he had a store. He had his own store. He had a little store. He sold bait, and he had soft drinks, and he had snacks. And yeah. so we loved going down there. Uh, <laughs> mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. So. Um, what do you think um, would be the what what is the lesson that you would that you look like took from them like if there was one lesson that you could have taken from your grandparents uh, they were simple yeah and uh, like my grandmother that was really the one that had no running water life was just a simple life and she made the best of it mm-hmm. and um, she didn't really complain. Yeah. Um, the other grandmother did complain a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> My grandfather used to go down to the lake and kind of leave her and, you know, that kind of thing. Uh, but she was a great cook. Mm-hmm. And they were good examples in that, you know, they tried to live a good life. And, and they were very family-oriented. Mm-hmm. And I, I took that from them. Yes, very much so. Yeah. <laughs> the family value thing runs runs very, very deep, deep in our, our family. <laughs> um, well, the, it, it, the reason it's interesting to me is because I feel like um, a, a lot of people my age, especially when I talk to other people, they don't see um, how much value there is in people who have, li- like, even at my age, and I'm not young, but I'm not old either, but even people who are around 30 years old still are under the impression that they've, like, got it all figured out. And they don't realize, like, that there are so many lessons that you can learn from people who have done it longer than you, you know? And so I was just interested to see if, um, if you had any kind of lessons that you took from your grandparents that you could still apply to today. And it sounds like you do, which is, like, even if 
I guess that, you know, you use the word simple. I would, I guess you could probably say hard or difficult and they still tried to be happy, you know? They did. Yeah. And, and that's, that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, life was harder back in, in their day. Right. Much of course. harder. Yeah. They didn't have, you know, they, uh, you know, my father had a, a I guess it was a Model T Ford. Yeah. You know? <laughs> <laughs> you, wait, so, your, your dad did? I did. Wow. That's crazy. That's so mm-hmm. crazy. Yeah, and there was a story behind it, but I, we don't have time. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. <laughs> he always said my mother came at a price, and, you know, <laughs> there were many stories. Um, um, what's, the, what's the weirdest fad you remember? Oh, gosh. Well, and that could be any time. Well, when we were in the eighth grade, I guess it was eighth grade, there was this fad going around where people were trying to make themselves faint. Okay. Yes. Isn't what? That weird? <laughs> That's super weird. Like, I'm trying to remember how it went. You stood up and you breathed real hard, real quickly, and then somebody grabbed you and held on to you really quick, and it made some people faint. I didn't really get into it. Did you try? Uh, I did at home. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it didn't do anything for me, so I, you know. Yeah. But, you know, a lot of people got it. it the teachers found out about it. Right. And yeah. so they got in trouble and they stopped it. They put, a, they put a lid on it pretty quick. But that was one of the weirdest things. <laughs> yeah. And um, we had troll dolls. And troll they were dolls. these little dolls about this big. And they had this. The one hair. strand of hair, yeah, right? Yeah, the one yeah. big thing of hair that yeah. was like eight or ten inches long. That yeah. was cool. And slinkies. Slinkies. Slinkies were very cool. That was, you know, but even Barbie. Now, Barbie made her start even before me. Right. Um, so, you know, those were the big things mm-hmm. that I remember. Do you, I guess we, we were kind of talking about it the other day. And, and it, it's kind of why I asked because I knew we were going to be, you know, I was, I've been trying to get you to do this for a while now. And uh, I haven't been super pushy. Uh, it was when I got super pushy. Well, super pushy. You were like, yeah, let's do it. Um, but so you said that you didn't really get into trouble. What was your version of getting into trouble when you were a teenager? Oh, I got into trouble. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> well, all right. I had this girlfriend, and she loved getting in trouble. Okay. She loved it. But, see, I knew I had a consequence at home with my dad. Right. Yeah. You know, because he, you know. He would say, I'm going to take my belt off. And that's all he really had to say because I knew he, he meant he business. Meant he meant it. So we, uh, on a beautiful night like tonight, but it, it would have been in springtime, we, we, we called it our night. It okay. was the, the wind was blowing. It wasn't too hot. It wasn't humid. She had this bright idea, uh, the Masonic home, which was in St. Matthews. Anyway, they had a picnic. Uh-huh. And it was a big picnic. They had rides. They still have it. Uh, Is it like Well, um, actually, they had the St. Joseph picnic. But anyway, we snuck over there. I was spending the night with her, okay? I was scared to death the whole time I was there. But we, we had a good time. <laughs> when she yeah. got home, she got in big-time trouble, and I had to go home. And I was supposed to be spending the night with her. Mm. And I was, man, I was sweating bullets. And she had already <laughs> called my dad. And that was going to be the end of it for my night, you know? Yeah. But she she didn't tell on me. Wow. So it's very cool that wow. I got away with that. But, yeah. I mean, that's that's just a little, 
that's just little. Right, okay? right, right. We of did course. other things. We of did course. other things. We tried. We tried. Cow tipping? No, we didn't. We didn't is it real, though? It is. Is it really? It really is. Because I've heard people say it's a myth. No. <laughs> <laughs> ask, my, ask my relatives. They can yeah. tell you all about it. Uh, <laughs> Do you ever get in a lot of trouble with your siblings? Y'all, y'all oh, like cause chaos. My goodness. <laughs> well, I had three older brothers. Right. Yes. And two of them, they were a year apart, but they were three years. Uh, the closest sibling I have is three years. Right. For me. Yeah, I mean, he loved a frog. So if you don't know what that is, no. it's like you take your knuckle, your middle knuckle, actually, mm-hmm. and you. You have a fist and you, you, you know, actually hit somebody or, you know, punch somebody uh-huh. in the shoulder. Okay. And he loved to do that kind of stuff. <laughs> he was always picking at everybody, you know. Uh-huh. And he was also the clown. Um, so, yeah, he, he, we had, we had, a, I learned to fight. Yeah. You, know? <laughs> <laughs> you had to. You know. <laughs> and, uh, but then I had an older sister. Mm-hmm. Eight years. Oh, well, she's eight years, my senior. She's the oldest. Yeah. And I, she, at 16 or 17, something like, maybe 18, she had the coolest clothes. Yeah. I mean, she worked at this real cool little shop yeah. and had all these cool clothes. So when she was gone, I'd be trying them on. I mean, I, <laughs> man, this is cool. I'm getting in her drawer. Yeah. And she came home, and she knew when something was out of place, and she would throw shoes <laughs> chase me down the steps and And I mean you know and when you're younger if you can't get back at anybody any other way you tell on them yeah so that's that's not that's not cool yeah but if if you have to resort to that you can use it you know (laughs) I think it's I think it's super important because um a lot of people when you meet older people or people who are older than you, I guess, uh, a lot of times you have this idea that they've always been this kind of person. And I think it's really important that we realize, like, we've, we've all, yeah. you know, we've all stupid. You're all coming <laughs> you up. Know? Yeah. And, and that's what you do. Yeah. When you're young, that's what you do. Yeah, yeah. And uh, in my generation, we skated. Yeah, roller skated. We roller I street skated, too. Yeah, okay. You know, because if you have a big family, you're not going to get a brand new bike. Right. All these other right. people in the neighborhood got new bikes. Yeah. You're going to tote them. Yeah. Or they're going to tote you, okay? You're not You're not getting a new bike. <laughs> so you just make do on roller skates. Okay. And yeah. uh, and then, you know, we had a roller skating rink like they do now. Um, but, you know, that's, that's the kind of stuff. As somebody who's, I guess, watched multiple generations come up in their time, yeah, I guess it, it must be a really interesting perspective to watch kids just be kids knowing what you know now. Like I have that with my own kids and it's just, it's so wild, like them doing some of the things and I'm just like, dude, like, come on, you're not slick. (laughs) You're not slick. (laughs) We've all been there. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's wild. It's just really crazy to me. So I I think it's, um, I think that's a valuable lesson. Like, you know, when you're speaking to other people, even if they are just your same age and maybe you've only met them like when they were your age or whatever, they're not they've they were also you you know it's funny because going back to the hiking group yeah you know they're some people are my age some people are older of course some people are younger but what we have in common is we can bring up a, a topic like gosh we had you know 
three bedrooms. We had six kids mm-hmm. and one bathroom. And yeah. everybody was like, yeah, I remember those days. <laughs> you know, so that's the neat thing about, you know, growing up in a generation. Yeah. Like, you'll, you know, your generation has all the technology. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's uh, it's it's been wild just watching all of that. Yeah. It, it makes me really excited for the f- for for the future as well because it's like I mean look at look at what's happened and that you've been able to witness just in your lifetime and we're we're all we're all very lucky to be given just one day you know yeah. and and just to have x amount of years and just just to see like how far things have gone from when you were born to now and you've gotten to witness just this amazing crazy and in a lot of ways like. I wonder, I, I have this thought a lot where, you know, like adults my age, like they're always making fun of the teenagers now. Like, oh, yeah. But like your parents must have been making fun of you guys when oh you were teenagers, gosh. right? I can you remember. You were probably making fun of mom when she was Listen, a teenager. You know what I mean? I can remember my one grandmother uh, in <laughs> Bargetown, uh, not the real, real rule, but the other grandmother. Uh-huh. I can remember her saying, I swanee. I don't know what this generation is coming to. Yeah. And I mean, <laughs> I hear this all the time from yeah. people my age. Like, oh, my gosh, this generation, I feel so sorry for them. Yeah. I said, I remember in the 70s, oh, my goodness. Yeah. This is, you know, psychedelic in the, in the you know, free spirit age and yeah. the hippies and the drugs. I mean, this all came about in the 60s and 70s. Right. Not new. So when you, when, since you brought it up, you were you would have been how old in like that in like the peak seventies period like when when people think of seventies culture how old about were you? I was sixteen or seventeen. Right. Okay. So prime so that was seventy. Age. Well, that was seventy and seventy one. Sixteen, okay. seventy. Okay. And uh, those were great years. Of your course. high school years were your great years. Yeah. Just remember. Yeah. There's a lot of cool things going on. Yeah. That how did were you did you participate in the in the like peace culture and all that stuff? Well, the anti-war. Not really the anti-war. Okay. I'm, I'll go there. Uh, I did have lots of friends that loved to smoke pot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Luckily for me, uh, I, I smoked it. Yeah. Uh, but luckily for me, it 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 wasn't exactly my thing. Sure. But I could respect it. Yeah, yeah. I could always respect it. Yeah. And, uh, you know. It was a... Uh, I mean, just so many people look at it with like rose color, like rose tinted glasses, like that time period and stuff. So I just wonder, like, you know, as somebody who was, you know, basically an adult throughout like the peak of that culture. Yeah. Like that must have been like what a a unique experience that you had, you know? (laughs) Well, uh, getting back on the pot. And the yeah. concerts, oh my goodness! I know <laughs> I loved concerts. Yeah. So um, you still do. I still love them. Yeah. And uh, one of my first dates was to go to Iron Butterfly, which is really almost—I guess it's really not heavy metal today, but mm-hmm. it was pretty, you know. Yeah. Uh, it's pretty big back then. And I remember being at a concert. It wasn't that one, but it was another concert. And I was sitting way up in the nosebleed section, and the, they were. Passing around the doobie. It's <laughs> <laughs> my grandma, y'all. <laughs> See? You never know. Uh, and I just remember, 
you know, it was really cool concert, and I was enjoying it, and I was getting somewhat high. But all of a sudden, this person was kind of, you know, they were shaking their leg to the music and yeah. all this, and I kept, I had this thing where all of a sudden I got real paranoid, and I kept thinking this person was going to kick me <laughs> out of the section, <laughs> and I was going to go tumbling down. <laughs> so was that so, it for you then? No, no, I had no, lots yes. of those. <laughs> I, well, and one time this guy who grew, essentially grew pot downstairs wow. in, my, in the apartment complex I lived in, I hemmed up a pair of his pants, so he gave me a, a joint. So like, hey, it, thanks, man. I put it in my freezer for a long time, and yeah. one day I decided I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to get this joint down. I'm going to smoke it. So I got it out, and I smoked it, and all of a sudden I was in the kitchen, and I couldn't remember <laughs> which room to go into or where I was. <laughs> <laughs> That's awesome. So, you know, I... I you know, every time I smoked back in the day, it was kind of always kind of a weird experience yeah. for me. It wasn't like, oh man, I'm 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 gonna go eat me a bag of chips and <laughs> I'm lay here. I'm a laugh. No, no, I was always something else. Something else. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I haven't had that great of an experience, and I use it extensively, so I understand completely. <laughs> there's a there's a reason I quit doing it. Um, what was your what was your first job? My first job was at Davidson's Cafeteria. Who? It was called Davidson's Cafeteria. <laughs> Back in the day, there was Blue Boar Cafeteria in okay. Louisville, and that was that was a well-known cafeteria. These folks branched off from Blue Boar. Okay. And it was a very, uh, I guess, if there is an upscale cafeteria, which there are, uh, they were. Okay. And so my first job, I, I was paid $1.60 an hour because that was minimum wage. And what I would do, they had trays of food. Yeah. And they would go through a line, and, you know, they would pick out their food. And then I would have to take those trays, and I had two of them, and I would have to carry them to their table. Okay. And, you know, I got you know, tips doing that and then all that. That was my very first job. So that was, um, well, I guess we call that uh, being a food runner. So that was your primary job. Was that, did you learn any, like, early lessons, like, oh, this is, this kind of sucks and this is like what my job is going to be or did that motivate you or was it like a good experience um for the most part it was a really good experience yeah. um you know because the harder you work you know the more tips you get right um and i worked with a bunch of young people because yeah. that's the only people that could work there really because so it, it didn't it 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 didn't pay a lot of money yeah <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know I went to high school with some of these people, and uh, it was just a, it was just a nice job. I had been working before that, babysitting and and doing many things to make money because I was, you know, I was from a big family, and that's what you did. Of course. And so, uh, you know, it, it wasn't a bad job. Mm -hmm. Not to not to like, you know, put down, I guess, our family. Uh, and our, our place in the uh, financial, like, hierarchy. Society. Right. <laughs> but, um, obviously, you didn't really grow up with money. Um, I guess m more the reason I'm asking this question is because I knew your parents grew, like, 
like plants, like for food, and y'all kept chickens. And all, was that? We didn't keep the chickens. Well, I thought he had chickens in the bag. No, the next door neighbor. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I knew I knew you all like. You all like grew like there was a yes. like a cannery and stuff and like uh, yeah there was a whole it was a whole thing was that commonplace or was that just because of where you all were on the on the ladder? Well, it was co- sort of a generational thing in a way because my yeah. my father was a farmer before he came to Louisville. He came to Louisville in 1959, mm-hmm. and I was a year old, or excuse me, 1955. Um, so he loved gardening. Okay. He loved, he was in the city. Uh, he worked for a box company. He had kind of a hard job, and he was raising six kids. But mm-hmm. his solace and his, you know, the way he got away is just to be able to raise vegetables. And he loved it. And he passed that down. Yes. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> but we couldn't go outside on Saturday. It was all cartoons and all these cool shows. But mm-hmm. we could not go outside to play until we uh, we worked in the garden. And so, you know, we had to break beans and shell peas and things that people don't know how to do. Or and I, and, and I probably shouldn't say that. I'm sure there are people that out there that that but do less a lot probably. of gardening. Yeah. Yeah. Um, is that like a way that you, like you still connect with him even after all these years is through your gardening? Love it. Yeah. Well, you know, there's nothing like going outside and just picking your fresh vegetables. Yeah. And, you know. Yeah, you got quite the green thumb. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's not a joke. (laughs) For, for, for y'all listening, she has quite a sizable garden in her backyard and she yields. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) She gets yield well my mother used to can yes. canning was back in the day now there were a lot of people that canned mm-hmm. so essentially you're just uh making sure that like i have tomatoes you would <clears throat> put those in jars and there's a process and you know there's several ways to can but they would you know can vegetables and they would put them in a cellar and that's what you're talking about my mother had a cellar yes. in the basement i have vague memories yes and she would have green beans, and she would have um, tomatoes, and then she would freeze certain vegetables and this and that. So, and then my father would actually have a hog and a beef killed, mm-hmm. and that would provide food for us. That would provide, you know, pork and beef. Yeah. So. Do you? I mean, obviously you remember, but the big tree out front. At my um, parents' house. At your parents' house. Mm-hmm. That was so fun to climb. I it, I might be mistaken. Was it you that got a pretty serious injury falling off that tree? Or um, was it a different tree maybe? It may have been a different tree. We, we used to <laughs> – my father had two sheds in oh. our yard. We, we lived on, I guess, almost an acre. Mm-hmm. And in the middle of the yard – Outside of our play area, he had two sheds, and then he had a fence, and that's that was where the garden was. Well, we, this means that I have these older brothers, <laughs> they would, you know, jump off the roof. We would jump off the roof. <laughs> Just for fun? Just for fun. <laughs> See who could get up the highest and jump off. And one time my father, uh, alongside the shed, he was right, he had a, it's called a, a hotbed. You, you would grow vegetables and you would put 
like a glass top. It was a door, mm-hmm. but it was glass. And he was raising uh, a coal crop at the time, which is an early crop. It might have been greens or something like that. My brother, the youngest one that was always daring everyone, uh, he jumped off the roof in that section and forgot that that hot that that bed was there and jumped into the glass. So, you know, there were things, there were tragedy. I mean, well, I wouldn't consider that a tragedy, but, but definitely <laughs> <laughs> he had stitches that day, yeah. you know, and this and that. So taking risks sometimes had its, you know. Yeah. Um, well, <clears throat> when we, when we come back from the ads, um, I want to kind of talk to you about um, a little something that I'm a little bit more interested in. I don't know if you'll, You'll be able to um, engage. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you will, but I, I don't know to what extent. So uh, enjoy the ads. This portion of Down to Earth is sponsored by Transistor FM. Transistor provides podcast hosting and analytics for thousands of organizations, brands, and creatives around the world. They offer detailed analytics at all levels and can even provide a simple website for your podcast. If you've been thinking about starting a podcast, click the link in the description or go to graymanmediacode.com and use our affiliate links to get started. Additionally, this portion of Down to Earth is sponsored by Grayman Media Co. Uh, you can go to graymanmediaco.com slash store to find all of our merchandise that helps support us directly. Thank you for your time, and let's get back to the episode. Okay, now that we're back, um, <laughs> do you need to take a break? No, okay, you're good? Drink. Yeah. Okay. So... What I'm always interested in, I'm a big history buff. I know. But you were around during the time period. And it's not often I get to talk to people who are around. Did you, what What was the general feeling of growing up during the Cold War? Was it even, was it even something that, that you thought of day to day? Was it even a concern for most people? It was a concern for other people, but not somebody like me. I wasn't into politics. I wasn't into history. At right. The time. Right. Okay. So it really you know, like today I worry a lot more about politics than right, I did right. back in the day. Yeah. I just didn't worry about it. Yeah. I didn't really think about it. But was that was that like most people around your age or maybe not. Yeah. Maybe not. I would say if you talk to Mike, he would he would have a better spin on he, be, he would have been more concerned during the time period? He may have been more concerned because his parents might have been concerned about it. Oh, okay. So you your know, parents really weren't, it wasn't topical? Um, it probably was with my father at some point. My father couldn't stand, uh, like, like sending people to space. Yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> You know, taxpayer I mean, dollars. Oh yeah, you got it. <laughs> you know, he worked at a factory. You're not gonna spend my money on all this nonsense of going into space. <laughs> but my mother, on the other hand, mm-hmm. she thought it was pretty neat, and she was gonna name my sister John Glenn. Oh wow! If it had been a boy, right? But so you know, I mean, I remember you know the first person up in space yeah and i remember the first person that walked on the moon Mm -hmm. and all that was very exciting all that was very exciting but as far as 
Cubans and the Russians. Well, the Russians were always in competition with, but it it was it was scary. Yeah. But it wasn't day to day for me. Yeah. You know. Yeah, because you, I guess uh, when I listen, I, I've listened to other podcasts, and they talk about like there was this overall like. It wasn't like a heavy feeling, but there was like a blanket a race. of race. It's a race yeah. against the other country. Yeah. And uh, and just knowing that at any moment it could have been mutual destruction to it, the entire it, planet. It's kind of like that though now. Oh, it definitely is. And so you know, I'm probably a lot more concerned today. Yeah. Than I was back then. So the USSR fell in the mid '90s, somewhere around there. Um, so even early nineties, late eighties, it, it still wasn't even that topical for you. It wasn't that. Well, I remember when the Berlin wall came down. Right. Yeah. And that was in the nineties. And, uh, there was that freedom because before then, you know, they pretty much all of, all of Germany mm-hmm. was communist. Yeah. But then, you know, you, you settled from the east to the west and, uh, well, anyway, so, I don't want to get into too much because yeah, yeah, please. <laughs> uh, but yeah, I do remember, and it, you know, it was a great big celebration and, and all that kind of stuff. But um, I, I just wasn't. I just remember I never wanted to go to Germany. I remember, you know, in school, teachers talking about communism. Mm-hmm. And that was the big scare. That was a big scare. Yeah, yeah. That was a big scare. Yeah, it was like who, whose way of handling money is better? <laughs> yeah. And and many other things. It's obviously way more complicated than that, right? But you know, it's always. I just wanted to get your your idea because there was this like, um, you know, when I listen to other people talk about it, there's like a. It's not like a heavy weight, but it was like this overall blanket across the whole country of kind of like existential dread. Yes. And I just wondered if that was something that you felt as much or. I mean, it was talked about, and mm-hmm. it, it was probably talked about more in school mm-hmm. than it was, you know, of at course. home on the kitchen table. Right. You know, I mean, <laughs> because don't think back then, uh, when we, we had a family meal every night. Mm-hmm. You didn't, I didn't, you know, and, and the TV was turned off. Yeah, yeah. God forbid that TV was on <laughs> when we sat down at that table. Yeah. So... You know, there may have been some discussion or comedy, you know, some kind of uh, uh, comments, but it wasn't a lingering. Now, unless my dad got into a rage about it, <laughs> then, <laughs> then that's a whole different story. So um, then what do you think was the most, I guess, the, obviously there's been many things that have happened. Though. Yeah, go ahead. Okay, I, you got something? the very first thing that was really, really, really critical was the assassin, assassination of John F. Kennedy. Yes. And that was in 1963. Mm-hmm. And you do the math, I can't remember. I was in third or fourth grade, perhaps. And that was really, really a heavy-duty, big thing. Wait, that was the first thing I remember that was just so sad. Yeah. You know, and then watching it over and over again on TV and uh, Lee Harvey Oswald who was his assassin and then he was killed on live on TV uh, it, you know and so all of that that was the very first traumatic thing that I remember uh, that was, was big 
Yeah. Well, he, he inspired, at least when he's talked about nowadays, it sounds like uh, the, the country was, uh, was very unified behind him. Mm-hmm. And so when you have somebody who's that, I guess, uh, like universally loved in the country, it was it, it must well, have been shocking. apparently, you know, of course there's a rumor that he, there oh, were people that we wanted to get rid of him, <laughs> yeah. obviously. Yeah. And uh, so, but that was, that was, that was like the very first big thing that I remember mm-hmm. that was, you know, it was just everyone, everyone. Yeah, every, everything from the mob to the uh, to the uh, intelligence agencies, like it's. Uh, and then it was Nixon. Yeah. You know, and and, his and the demise. whole the yeah. Watergate thing. The whole Watergate thing. <laughs> uh, you know, uh, yeah, and then it went from there to, you know, probably Bill Clinton and his, yeah. his scandalous <laughs> yeah. problems. Uh, you know, I don't want to get into politics too much. I might, <laughs> but uh, you know, throughout history there are things that happen and well well there's for somebody who's who's lived through so many cultural things um that have impacted our day-to-day lives what do you think if you had to pick one that's like the most whether it be shocking or amazing or whatever throughout the years would, would, would could you even pick one well, you know, the first thing that popped in my mind is technology. Yeah. You know, that that's really what changed everything. Yeah. Changed society. It changed everything. Um, before that, I'm trying to, to think of, I mean, the space age changed everything, too. Uh, we were just talking about that, you know, sending sending the first man on the moon and yeah and now we walk that. around with more technology in our pockets than they had yeah, during the whole absolutely. it's crazy yeah. it's insane <laughs> and then watching the challenger blow up live yeah i was in college i was i was older i was uh i was probably in my 30s yeah because yeah. uh there was two two um accidents right there was the the challenger and then uh was it discovery or um no, i'm trying to remember the other one but there was two of them and uh, I know that one of them was, uh, there was uh, a, a teacher or something like that. That was, that was, that was the, the Challenger yeah. one? Okay. That was uh, uh, McAuliffe. Her name, her last name was McAuliffe. I can't remember her first name right offhand. Yeah, your recall is impressive. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Um, that makes me mad that I can't think of it. But anyway, yeah. And I mean, we, was, we could find out if There it's... was a host. There was like seven, seven people that died in that Challenger explosion it was i think it was was it 1981 i don't remember 1980 or 1986 maybe it's older older yeah it was longer yeah how do i zoom in christine mcauliffe i remember her name you nailed it i didn't even get there (laughs) into the thing (laughs) look at you go um I've lost my train of thought at this point. I'm yeah, her, go. her students were watching that live. <laughs> yeah, that must have been crazy. Yeah. I guess, see, the closest thing well, I have to that is 9-11. Yes. Because I was true. I was way too young to comprehend the actual repercussions and the, yes. the gravity of the situation. I mean, you're watching it live, and all of a sudden, there's yeah. nothing there. It's just, like, smoke. Yeah. And you're like, what? Yeah. What? I mean, I, you know, I was, I was at... Uh, JCC is what, what it used to be called. But anyway, I was downtown, and we were all watching it live, all these students. And everybody excited? Just, everybody was all excited, mm-hmm. and then everybody just went quiet. Yeah. They just went quiet. 
Yeah. It's, yeah, it's, uh, I, of course, I wasn't alive for it. I've seen videos of it because it was obviously televised. Um, and the first mass shooting, or one of the first mass shootings, not, you know, I have to think back. It was in Oklahoma City. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm trying to think what his name is. We could probably look him up. Um, well, you're not thinking of the, the Oklahoma bombing. bombing. Yeah, uh, the, the Unabomber, right? Or no, that was, that was no, the guy who sent him in the mail. It was before him, and they, he, he was put to death. I'll just never forget that. It wasn't Oklahoma. the bombing. It was before that. It was before the 1995? It was, it was the, I want to say, um, it's like Frederick Maher building. I, I can't. Uh, Alfred, Alfred P. P. That's yeah. it. Yeah. Murrah Federal Building. That's it. Yeah. 19, 1995 ex-Army soldier. Timothy, Timothy McVeigh. McVeigh. And he, yeah. was, he was put to death eventually. Yeah. And there's a lot of conspiracy surrounding this one as well. Um, I don't know if you're if you knew that. There's a lot of conspiracy around this entire thing. Well, I'm sure there, you know everybody was talking about it. I'm sure. But that was one of the very first things that I remember. That was just so sad because uh, a lot of children were, you know, uh, they had a daycare there, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and they were killed, and that was just so wrong. Mm-hmm. You know, it, it's just like a mass shooting today. Yeah. You know, it's. Uh, yeah, which is uh, why. Yeah, it's a, it's. Yeah. I mean, obviously, I have kids in school right, right. now, and it is a right. very, very much a concern. Absolutely, and it's it's something that uh, I don't think a lot of people my age that have kids that have that are in school and stuff we don't really talk about it as much. Of course, there's a there's the meme culture on the internet, and uh, they love to make fun of tragedy. Um, so, and, and you got to take it in stride a little bit. But, uh, yeah, it's it's shocking, like, some of the things that happen in the schools. It's wild. It's crazy. I don't know. And, and, you know, we just didn't have mass shootings when I was, yeah. you know, back in the day. We yeah. just didn't have them. Um, there probably weren't as many guns on the street. Yeah. For one. Yeah. Um, society was just different. It was just a very different society. Yeah, I, I won't I'm not push. Saying there wasn't crime, there was crime. Of course, I won't push on it too hard. I feel like I th- I feel like it's probably more of a societal thing. There's a you you meet a lot of people who seem really disconnected, and I think that has a lot to do with technology and the way that we've kind of isolated ourselves. Even though we're m- more connected now than ever, like you can talk to anybody around the world, and yet we've isolated ourselves so much. It's this weird paradox that we have. It, it's it's just how you communicate because mm-hmm, mm-hmm. communicating face to face is so much different. Like we're doing now, it's wildly different than texting someone. Mm-hmm. You know, it's 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 very different. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I think I get it from you. I hate ta- texting people. I do not text. Like I, I'll, I'll send quick text messages, but if it's something that needs nuance or back and forth conversation i'd rather call i'd rather call <laughs> because you might misinterpret the way a text is absolutely written, you know <laughs> unless somebody puts a smiley face next to something yeah. you're going to be like are you kidding me yeah you well know? when i was a teenager you couldn't send a text message without putting lol okay you, if you did yeah. it was 
Right. It was like in bad form. You know, you were like, oh, what, what's your, what's your problem? You know, it was very strange. It's super weird. Now we got the emojis and stuff. So what, so I ask you a question. Okay, please. Okay. So back in the day, I was saying groovy. Groovy. And yeah, peace, absolutely. And peace. And, Hell yeah. You know, I, yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. That was, that was a cool thing back then. Yeah. So what is, you know, I know it's, it's changed so much. Oh. So what is the cool thing to say now? Grandmother, let me, let me tell you a little something. So um, we have high schoolers that work for me at one of the restaurants that I, that I manage. Um, and I, w- I won't name them. They know who they are. Uh, they may or may not be listening. But um, I have, I'm 100% convinced because I'm 29, but they're convinced I'm 90. Right, <laughs> yeah, that's how sure. that's how they treat me. Like you know, well, you yeah. get it, you get it. Oh, I totally because because uh, yes, of I me. Do. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'm I've I've made the joke numerous times that they have a secret group chat where they can get together once a week and be like, let's come up with some new lingo that's bullshit that we can tell in front of Devin to make him feel. I have no idea. I have to ask. Oh yeah. Like when they start talking, like you know what I heard recently was Riz. You know Riz. what Riz is? Like you got Riz? Yeah, I don't know what that technically means. I know the character named Riz, Rizzo. <laughs> <laughs> so it's a it's it's it makes a lot of sense and this one isn't too hard to kind of decipher, but it's just a shorthand for charisma. Oh, cool. Yeah, but it's like, you know, they got Riz. When I was a kid it was cold. You know, ooh, that's cold. Like tight, like we're tight, you know. Yeah, yeah. We said peace a lot. You know, that, that never really went away. I still say peace. I don't care. I love it. <laughs> yeah. So I don't know. I'm not I'm not I'm not in touch. I don't have my finger on the pulse like I used to, so I'm I'm kinda out of like uh I had this young she's she's turning twenty in like a a week or two and she was explaining to me how we use Instagram and I was like, I know how to use Instagram. I have thousands of posts. She's like, You don't post to Instagram. I was like, What you don't post? You don't post? Like, what are you talking about? So she's like, nobody posts on Instagram. She's like, I have two posts. One of them's for my birthday. And when my birthday comes up, I'll delete the old birthday post and I'll put my new one. I was like, what the fuck are we talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what? I don't even understand. So I don't know. I can't help you that much. When I, I, I can do you a favor, though. Whenever I hear new ones, I'll send, them, I'll send you a send text. It to I'll me. let you know. Because yeah. <laughs> I'm also interested. I ask people all the time, like, so what are we saying now? I'll, I'll go up to people and I'll be like, hey, are we still saying this, you know? Um, like, uh, there used to be sheesh. I don't know if you know what that one is. I have no idea what it is. But I'll go around and I'll be like, sheesh. And then I'll, and then I'll look at somebody young and I'll be like, y'all still do that? Yeah, that's like, still cool. They're oh, like, hell no. No, 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 that's, like no. S- that's like two months ago. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Which, yeah. of course, that's now on the oh, internet. Yeah. Everything's short-form content. Oh, yeah. So everything's... Oh, yeah. Every five seconds you have to have a new piece of thing to entertain you so fads go in and out faster than i assume ever right there's no way yeah very very bizarre and <laughs> but you know even the newspaper you know really you know, who reads a newspaper anymore you know nobody reads a newspaper there it's online you know <laughs> i like having the newspaper in my hand and reading it while i'm having my coffee I was, I wanted, to, I, meant, wanted, I meant to mention it, but I didn't want to interrupt you. Earlier when you were like, you were talking about how you had the phone on the wall. Yeah. N- not a lot, of, not everyone is aware what hang up the phone comes from. 
<laughs> it's obviously now it's like it's just the same as like you know hang up the phone like I don't even know another way to say it <laughs> like press the red button on your phone and end the conversation yeah. you used to physically yep. have to hang the phone yes. um, yeah but we ha- also had phones on the table it, it was just an expression right and you could just you know push a little button yeah and you would hang well up. you all had a rotary too right we did the yeah, rotary absolutely phone. Had yeah rot- yeah, it's yeah. crazy. It's yeah, it's crazy. And then they had then the little the push button. Well, and, came after that. And Nick called them. Um, and this is new, relatively speaking. Uh, but Nick, my son, called them DDDs, not DVDs. And he, so he doesn't like they don't even know what CDs are, right? Oh, let no. alone VHS or a record player. You know what I mean? Oh like, yeah, it's crazy. Now, Everything's strange. Players were big. Now I remember my grandmother, the one that was in the primitive. You know, part of the large town. I remember when they had a Victrola. A who's a what? It, it's it's an old-fashioned phonograph, and it had a great big uh, needle and a great big handle and a great big speaker. You've seen them. You probably see them in museums all the time. And that's what they used back in the day. That was in the early 1920s, whenever phonograph was invented. I don't um, but anyway, I remember that. I remember when they, you could, really couldn't make them out by the time I came along. Um, so, so much has changed. Yeah. You know. And that's a, that's actually an interesting point. Um, when that was around, how many people were like, yeah, one of these days they're going to make them smaller. Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Like how many people were like that? Or, uh, you know, one of these days we're going to watch movies on a on a tape well they had albums they had the big albums and you've yeah. seen the album co- covers and then they had singles mm-hmm. and that's what you would play on your record player right so we had a record player and it would you know you could play both um i'm trying to think when the and then there was an eight track right eight track was the first thing to come out as far as music went and then um and then you know it just evolved yeah but how many like were you when you when you got the hold of like a a tape that you would put in a tape player right yeah. were you like they're like it's like f- 10 years from now we're going to have CDs again like they'll be like small record players did you think that then the reason i ask is because right now everything's streamed directly immediate everything's on demand and so it's hard to think of what comes next like how do we how do we make that better but there's got to be a way right yeah, I don't know how it is. Uh, yeah, I mean it's. Uh, how is it? How does it get better than instantaneously? I don't know. Like what's going to happen? <laughs> I don't know. It, but we're not going to stop. Like, uh, um, I can't think right now. What's what's shooting through the air? What's what's? Uh, oh, like um, like radio, um, Wi-Fi. No, I'm um, talking about. Four uh, G. We're using them for weapons. We're using them for tech. Uh, oh. Uh, we're sending them out. Um, I can be at a concert, and there will be one in the air. What am I talking about? Oh, drones? Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so are we yeah. going to just, you know. You know, <sighs> when I was young, they had a show called The Jetsons. Yes. And every, yes. You know, The Jetsons, you know, it was just, uh, you know, everybody was, uh, they were like taking a plane everywhere. You know, they were right. like taking a spaceship everywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I kind of, well. We're kind of getting toward that yeah. right now. 
Yeah, well, it's people are going to be able to, you know. And so you're kind of wondering if, you know, they're going to expand on all of that. And they will. They will. Yeah. And I guess that's the point. It's like, even though we think, you know, technology has come such a far way and it's crazy impressive, you can get anything you want immediately right. to your phone. And it's hard to think what gets better than that, but there's no way we stop making no. things better. No. Like humans just won't do that. No. We will not. <laughs> So it's like, how does it get better? And I can't think of it. And I just wonder, like, is that present every, you know, every whatever it is. When the Model T came out, like when the cars first came out, people thought that was going to be a fad. Like, there's no way these things will ever replace horse-drawn carriages. Oh, yeah. You know? I mean, you know, my mother went through ringer washers and, and, uh, you know, washing everything by hand. Mm -hmm. I mean, my grandmother, you know, washing things by hand. Mm Mm-hmm. And having a washboard and soap. Yeah. And that's the way they wash clothes. Then going from that to a ringer washer. And I've watched my mother uh, put like jeans with, like through a, a ringer. No, it's a ringer. It's two ringers. Uh, like there's the tub part of the washer. Mm-hmm. But then there was like two ringers. And it was attached to the tub part. Uh-huh. And you would take wet clothes and run them through this ringer so that it would press them out so that they weren't soaking wet. Oh, okay. And then you could put it on the line, the clothesline. The clothesline. Like you had clothesline and clothespins, and you hung everything up. That's the way it went. And so they would it air dry. They would air dry. Right. And in, in the in the wintertime, you would have frozen pants, and you'd just <laughs> grab them. <laughs> That's a crazy thing. I've never even thought of that. Yeah, what do people do in the winter? I guess you just dealt with it. You did. How far we've come. And it's just like, I wonder I wonder when your mom was like doing the ringer, I wonder if she was like, you know, I can't wait for them to just invent the automatic one. Oh, the minute they, that came out, my mother was probably one of the first ones in yeah. line, you know? You've got six kids and, you know, you've got eight people yeah. in your home and you can't wait to, you know. But it's just hard to see where it's going next. And it's hard to see like... It, I mean, it will the get vacuum better. cleaner, you know, I'm sure she went through a dust mop and mops yeah. and... You know, yeah. it's all evolved. It's just, it's, it's just really crazy. And, uh, you know, the further back you look, it's, it just gets, of course, a lot of things have happened in a very short amount of time as far as technology goes. There's that, that rule, um, like technology doubles every, what is it, two or three years? Oh, I, yeah, it's some kind of law year. or something like that. It's like a, you know, law or whatever. But, uh, you know, as somebody who worked on the internet, at the very beginning of it for the military, I'm sure you see, like, how wild it's changed. Well, I mean, when we, I was in an admin role before that, Mm -hmm. and everything was saved to a floppy disk. You know, I remember when the the disk to save your information uh, in the computer was was a five-by-three piece of plastic that you inserted into the computer then it got smaller then there's a smaller disc um so it's wow now there's a thumb drive right well and and you know even in my lifetime when i was a teenager and we were making videos at home we burned everything to dvds 
And yeah, sure. those are so out of style now that I had to actually ask a bunch of people, eventually ended up at your house, <laughs> so I could get DVD information I off of it. I had an old computer. Yeah, and, and lucky, lucky me, because there's no real way to do it. It's such a dead form, but that was like, how do you get better than a DVD? You know, right. when when DVDs were out, it was I like, how does that get better? I we had an 8-track tape in the car. Yeah. And it was a big old, you know, tape. <laughs> and you would, you know, and that's how, and you couldn't, uh, you know, well, you could change tracks, mm-hmm. but that's it. You know, you couldn't, uh, you can't, like now, if you want to hear something, if you want to, if you, if you, if you met, let's say you're trying to learn the words of something. Right. Now you can just play it back and, you know, blah, blah, oh, blah. Oh, yeah. You just pull this little app right here. You just you know, click what you want. Right. That's right. <laughs> it's all at a touch of a button. Anything, everything, all of the time. It's 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 crazy. It's it wild. Is. And I'm I love it. I, I love technology. I like As you it. can see, everything about my home. I I love technology. I embrace technology. But it is, um, it, it's crazy. And uh, it here's it's just interesting because, on the one hand, I want the kids to like, you know, not be so involved in technology i want them to have like you know grow up and but on the opposite side of that is every kid growing yeah, up is going to be to competitive have, you have to be <clears throat> and so where's that balance and it's a, it's a tough balance to have well i i really i, I really do believe in sports yes and oh, i yeah. really do think if you can get them outside mm-hmm. and that's also competition Mm-hmm. And that is a good way to learn about competition. You know how to be fair. Yeah. How to you know how to lose. Yeah. Uh, you know, and all of those things. There's a lot of great things to learn mm-hmm. when you're doing it. And even you know during the pandemic, I remember pretty much one of the only things you could do was either go out in the woods and hike, or ride a bike, or something like that. And I loved it that a lot of parents started getting their kids out and hiking and, and all that. Yeah. I think that's really important because you become a different person when you're out in nature. And I you agree. do when you're in the city or when you're in your house because you're always thinking of something you have to do. But once you're out, uh, it's you become a different person. Mm-hmm. Um. Let me let me change gears here because I'm I'm interested in this. What is what's your favorite book that you've ever read? Uh, well, one of the this is going to sound like I'm a nerd. Uh, one of the, can't be worse than me. <laughs> well, this this isn't really a fictional book. I, I would say uh, where the crawdads sing. Okay, is one of my favorite books. Mm-hmm. Uh, like you know, in the last few years that I've read and also became a movie. But one of my nerdy things when I was in college was a book called First Things First. Okay. And it was along the Stephen Covey lines and that kind of stuff. And it was just about prioritizing. And back then, you know, I was in, in college at the time. I was an older student. And really learning how to prioritize things is very important when it comes to time Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. and um, time management and time and all that was you know pretty special but you know that's kind of a nerdy thing but 
No. <laughs> One of my favorite books uh, that I've read in the last two years was uh, Astrophysics for Dummies by Neil deGrasse Tyson. And I love him. He's great. He's very entertaining. Um, but I just recently read um, uh, Dante's Inferno, okay. which, uh, when, and when I say read, I listen. Um, when I read things it, it, in and out, I don't retain any of the information. So I'll listen to audiobooks. Um, and while that was fun, you know what I had a lot more fun with was um, there's this guy called David Goggins, and it's a lot of building up mental toughness, and it's something that I've talked to you a lot about. It's uh, It was one of the main catalysts for me to quit drinking. It's one of the main reasons I want to quit nicotine um, and all those things, anything that I feel like is making you know me use as a crutch and building up like kind of my mental fortitude, um, which I, you know, because of things that sucked, me and you got to spend a lot of time together recently. And it was one of the things that just kind of talking with you is is kind of admiring the mental fortitude that you've built up over the years and like really kind of trying to take a page out of your book, which was awesome. It was great, very inspiring. Uh, and, you know, talking to some of the things that have happened to you over your life and you being like, you, you know, for example, I won't go into any details, but you know, tell me a story about how when somebody wronged you and you went to lengths to make sure that you were you were righted through that wrong uh, was very inspiring to me. And uh, you know, I don't want to. I, I don't know. Again, I'm not going to say any specifics, but I just really enjoyed that time that I got with you. And uh, one of the main reasons that I wanted to have you on the podcast. It was awesome. Great. I'm glad I could. Yeah, it was. Share that time. Yeah, it was great. It's, I, again, unfortunate circumstances, but it, um, very valuable to me, nonetheless. Um, so earlier I asked you if, if there was any lessons that you had learned from your grandparents, and I think that you had a really great answer to that. If you had to give one lesson to everyone listening, what do you think that would be? If there was just one little piece of information that you could share, what do you hope that they take from this? I have to think about that. Okay. Uh, <laughs> you know, I, I just, you know, I'm thinking today, this is really going to sound crazy. Just be kind to people. Yeah. Just be kind to people. Um, you know, Life's too short. Yeah. You know, we know that. It's too short. And um, try to forgive. Because really, if you think about it, forgiveness isn't for the other person. It's for you. And if you keep, you know, anger, vengeance uh, in your heart, you can't move forward. And, you know... We, we need to be able to move forward. So I'm still learning that. I don't think it's something that you just learn. Um, and just have a little patience. Just have a little patience. Um, it goes a long way. You know, everybody's in a hurry. Yeah. And uh, you, can, you can get right out here in traffic, and, and you can see that. And, uh, again, I think when we lose somebody, especially... We really learned that life is short. And uh, any way you can improve yourself, 
you know, that's what you want to do. That's, that's awesome. I, I appreciate that. So uh, this doesn't have to be the last time we ever do this. Okay. <laughs> if, you, if, you, if you liked it, if you had fun, we can do it again. Um, but that was, that was it, guys. I really appreciate you listening. Uh, we didn't even touch, like, the majority of my notes. We were just having a conversation. <laughs> that's, that's, how, that's how much, uh, you know, when you grow up with somebody, it's, it's, it's just easy. Um, I love you. All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Give us five stars, comments, all the engaging stuff in the things. Bye.